Hi, everyone. I'm Pastor Michael Sinclair, Associate Pastor at SGT and your SGT Podcast host. Today's guest is Pastor Ted Bichelle. He's the SGT's Counseling and Marriage Pastor and is the lead pastor over men's ministry. He came on to talk about what we can do in our homes to create habits that will bless our home and keep us from missing out on what God wants to do each and every day. We hope you enjoy all he had to share. God bless you, and thanks for listening. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the SGT Podcast. I'm Pastor Michael Sinclair, and today's guest is Pastor Ted Bichelle. Hey. He's super excited to be here with you. I know uh, some of you uh, have been looking forward to this podcast, knowing that he was going to be on. And uh, I know that he's excited to speak directly to you about what God's been speaking to him and kind of how to really walk well through this time uh, as men, as couples, as families. Um, and so I just wanted to say uh, welcome to Pastor Ted. How, hey. you, how have you been weathering through this uh, as, as a household, just you and your wife? And you Recently, your daughter got married. So how's uh, all that right. going? Yeah, February 15th. We are very glad that she got married February 15th. Yeah. That would have been a big... Thing to uh, reschedule, that's for sure. So yeah, we are, you know, Phyllis has always been very good at buying and stuff. So we're, we feel like we'll have what we have. Uh, other people need it more. And so we'll just, uh, if worst comes to worst, we'll just knock on your door yeah. right next door. Come, we'll get yeah. whatever we need. <laughs> for, the, for those of you who don't get the, uh, don't get that, uh, myself, Pastor Matt and Pastor Ted all have adjoining basements. We're, we're actually coming to you, not quite live, but we're coming to you from my basement. Uh, so he's just saying, yeah, he's always welcome to come over anytime you need you food. Go. Yeah, we yeah. got you covered. No, we're, we're doing well and we are, you know, we're just, uh, we're also just spending some more time together. That we're not used to, and that's kind of neat as well. Yeah, you know, the new season of our life. You know? Yeah, praise God. Actually, that was one of the things that we wanted to talk to you about. Um, I know there's a lot of couples out there who, you know, either both parents are used to working, or maybe they're not even parents, just both uh, members of the couple are, are used to working full time, and maybe they find that they're both not considered essential workers, and they know that for the next two weeks they might be covered, and I have to worry as much about their finances, but they're realizing, hmm. I'm not used to spending this much time with mm, my uh, sure. with my spouse, and we're arguing more. Now, we talked about this a little bit last week, and Pastor Stephen actually mentioned to you. He said, man, I wish that Pastor Ted was here, uh, and here you are. So what would you right. say to those couples? <laughs> it's kind of funny because we, we, when this first started, which was really only a short period of time, we thought, this is like a vacation. This is so cool. Yeah, right. You know, and, uh, and then we realized, wow, you know— uh, we're kind of doers, so we thought, well, we'll just uh, clean that closet, do that, do that. And then finally, uh, we said, okay, we uh, this is not working. You know, this is, uh, I don't want to spend my whole time doing this. There's got to be more. So, uh, yeah, I think for all of us, whether men, probably more so, but I think everybody realizes our identity sometimes is in what we are doing, our jobs, our routines, yeah. the raising of the kids. Many of the kids are home from school, so the whole thing is thrown upside down. Right. And, and to think that we can sort of make it work the way it did before is just kind of short-sighted. We have to just stop and start looking at the whole picture, the whole picture again, you know. Yeah, um, yeah so I don't know. Uh, for for us, I wouldn't call them family meetings. We don't put a sign on the door or something. But there's a point you just have to sit down and say, hey, hey, what what is everybody in the room thinking right now? No matter how young or old they are, if it's just the two of you, Phyllis and I did this as things were happening. Like, okay, so what are we really thinking? On many levels, yeah. you know, on many levels, and a lot of it uh, in terms of, you know, the rhythm. I mean, I love, I love to go to work. I love ministry. So yeah. to me, saying I'm home is like 
okay, how am I going to do that? You know, how am <laughs> yeah, I going right? to do that every day? Every day. Yeah, and that's so good too. Just remi- remember, remembering as uh, as you know, leaders in your home, as the adults in the home, that you know, it's not just you guys. You know, sometimes we think, all right, well, we'll drag the kids. The kids are going to come just no matter what. We got to make sure they go to their right. you know, soccer practice right. or school right. and whatever else we do. They'll just tag along. And it's everybody together the whole time. And, you know, those kids have an opinion, not that they're going to usurp their parents' authority, right. but, right. you know, really getting a chance to speak to their hearts. You know, as a grandfather I know you and a father, you've uh, had a lot of experience with that. Um, what might you tell a parent who's like, eh, well, my kid just kind of wants to play video games. How would you uh, get them to maybe engage in a family meeting like that or uh-huh. a conversation? And again, you know, here we are. This has kind of been dumped in our lap, uh, you know, like at 24-7. We're just all of a sudden we go from you can be 500 people, 200 people, 50 people, five people. Don't go near anybody. Yeah, right. And this has all happened like in a week. Exactly. So to say all of a sudden we're going to institute all these great family things that we've never done in our entire family life is is I don't think it's fair, you know, to all of a sudden the kids that you've been happy that they've been playing their uh, the video games and not connecting because they're out of your hair and now say we're all going to be have all this great conversation. So owning that, I think it's a, it's a start to realize, okay, so what really matters right now? What really matters? And um, and really connecting with the kids if you have to do it one-on-one. Uh, and also, I know this, especially with uh, little kids, uh, sometimes, you know, we get too busy saying, no, you can't get off the video game, stop with the TV. And we don't we don't give them any alternative. Do right. something else. Of course, we have no idea what that is. So uh, Phyllis has been just awesome over the years with the kids. She's, there's always an alternative. And it's not another work alternative. It's a fun. And we found it. Uh, we were, you might have seen on Brown and Rebecca's uh, face page, uh, face uh, book page, face page, face book page. I get it. I get it. I'm not that old. I get it. No, so, that's just funny. So, some, somebody there and, uh, and their, uh, their Instagram, Insta movie page, they have, uh, they just did breakfast. They filmed the whole thing. They made oh, that's cool. uh, pancakes, uh, the ones that my wife makes. And they just had a great time doing that. So I don't know, maybe it's cooking, maybe it's something that you just all never do. And and it's probably better to do one fun thing together, let everybody go back to their corner if you're not used to doing stuff together. You know, say, hey, we're going to be doing a bunch of stuff together. And I'm sure the kids are like, whoa, what does that mean? We're going to clean the closets together. We're going to wash the car. You know, you just have to you have to be able to give the kids a positive experience, even if it's just a short one, yes. so that you start rebuilding. And for even as uh, as uh, parents, as uh, a couple, say, if it's a couple, they, just saying, okay, let's. Uh, we're not going to be able to completely switch our whole life around in a week, but right. we can do something, you know, one thing at a time. Yeah, and those things, who knows? Those things that you start doing together might become. You know, have it. it's like a weekly thing. I know a lot of families do like a game night, uh, but it'd be really fun if you guys maybe aren't gamers. Like, we don't really game. We don't do that. Well, everybody eats. You know, uh-huh. so that's a, that was a great idea that you know, your your uh, son and yeah. daughter in law did. Let's all get together and just make this food together. And have yeah. fun doing it. Yeah. We have uh, a lot of little things that we do. Many of you know that if you ever heard me, uh, you know, I've always for the kids. Always every Monday is Waffle Monday forever. No matter where. Yes, we that's right. I've heard that. And so what was neat is uh, Monday to uh, connect with everybody. Brad made uh, Monday, he made waffles. Jacqueline made waffles on Monday. We made waffles on Monday. We all FaceTimed in and just laughed about that. And then oh, nice. Fridays is pizza. 
I make pizza, Brad made pizza, Jacqueline made pizza. And then Sunday, <laughs> everything's food. And then Sunday is Sunday snack night. So we have a meal in the afternoon, but at night, it's no holes barred. It's dip, it's chip, it's cheese, it's crackers, it's rolled hot dogs. Careful, matter. everybody's going to want to come to your uh, house. I know. And they're not going to yeah, be allowed yeah, to leave. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but again, we FaceTime in. They're out in Arizona. Uh, uh, Jacqueline and Travis are in Smithtown here, and everybody was taking pictures of the stuff. So it's just, you know, again, they're older, but this happened their whole life. That's cool. You know, so like you just said, this might be a great time to start start something new, something new in, in the family. And uh, and we probably all need it at this point, yeah. something different, because it's not going to fit in. The, it's not going to fit into the normal schedule. Yeah, and it's and it's good too to have something simple like that. Like you might want to look at your kids and be like, all right, well, you know what we're all going to do? We're going to learn Latin this week. Yeah, not <laughs> that might be too of a, <laughs> too high of a bar. But yeah, waffles no, we could all make together, do. pizza. Yeah, and even <clears throat> if you know you've got a teenager there that's like, yeah, I want to do this. You know, it doesn't matter. Just go ahead and do it and have fun. Yeah, I think that's. I was thinking about this, and I and I just finished a uh, a, a connect with the men um, on YouTube. Uh, you can just go to our website and connect into that. And uh, I thought to myself, you know, the men or the adults, they have to lead the way here. If you're going to sit in front of the TV all day and watch all the statistics and this and that, no. if you're going to be anxious, but just lead the way. You know, get up in the morning, get dressed, enjoy the day, come down, well, you know, come into the space where the kids are. Not so much just singing a song, but come with hey we're going to we're going to do this we're going to get through this and uh, I'm making breakfast this morning you you got to do things especially if you have kids that make them know I don't get this but mom and dad are okay yeah. they're not uh, ignoring it but this isn't defining our life anymore you know and really nothing says that more clearly than presence Right. You could say it from a distance. You could yell right. it from your room. You could get together and right. maybe even pray for 10 minutes. But when you're present with your kids and you're constantly saying they see the calm on right. your face, that right. says it louder than any words that you can shout at them. Yep. Yeah. And, and again, even that prayer, I mean, a lot. Of, let's face it, a lot of people don't pray at home. We get it. It's just the way it is. No guilt. But this is an opportunity, even if it's at the meal. Hey, kids, let's just pray. Let's pray for us. Let's pray for all the people at the church. Maybe there's a special friend they have, that they be safe and everything else. The whole prayer could take 30 seconds and be done, but it could be your first step maybe into praying at the table and it, and connecting, not just, Lord, thank you for this food, amen, yeah. but uh, pray for the neighbor. Pray for, you know, we've been praying for my mom, 90 years old in Florida, and uh, another uh, older woman that we know, and uh, just praying that they be safe. And it's just all fast. Uh, you don't have to go to seminary to pray yeah. a heartfelt prayer. That's right. You know? you know, I've heard, too, that they say prayer is like a muscle. So at first, sometimes you're like, oh, we're going to pray for yeah. this. Like, it's like you're actually drained. You can't think about it. And you see some people who, uh, you know, there's like those guys who can only do one or two push-ups. And you're like, oh, come on. You, you can get it. You can get there. And you see those guys who do like 200 in one shot. You're like, all right, that's a little too much. You don't need to be praying for every single person right. in the entire world before dinner either. Right. But um, just starting that thing, just starting praying yeah. simply and each may, each person may be taking one thing. Like you're going to pray for the neighbors. You could pray for grandma and grandpa. Yeah, and that's true. That's, uh, that really helps. You guys grow that prayer muscle as a family. Yeah. And if it's new, it's new. And some of the kids, you know, if you have kids or, you know, even as a husband and wife, as a couple like us, you know, it could be, well, uh, that's okay. You pray. Fine. Whatever it is, let it not be a place of conflict yes. for whatever the reason is, you know. Right. Uh, and I think that uh, yesterday, uh, we didn't know, you know, Phyllis and I are a little technically challenged, but uh, we went on uh, FaceTime with the kids in Arizona and and uh, in Smithtown. 
And I didn't know you just, however it's configured, you can put everybody on the same screen. We were had our cameras faced in all kinds of directions. <laughs> Brad goes, Dad, just wait a minute. Boom, he had us all on the same screen. And we had, I shared a devotion from uh, Psalm uh, 96, just literally a minute. And then, uh, you know, the uh, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, Amen. even though the earth be moved, you know. And, I, and that's what it was. It was just, hey, let's just make sure we get this truth. We're all in ministry. And uh, and there we were. And we the kids were there, uh, Brad and Rebecca's kids, and we just prayed. I, I literally think the whole thing had to be a minute and a half. It was like, God, love you, love you, bye, good night. And that was it. Wow. It was just one simple thing. And I have, I have to say... We've never done that before. Never. I think maybe one time we called, we did FaceTime with Rebecca when she was going through the cancer. But yeah. so this was like, and Phyllis goes, we can do this every Sunday night. I yeah. thought, you're right. Why not? See, I mean, right there. Yeah. It's a nice a new, new habit. habit. Yeah. Yep, a that's new habit. awesome. So. Um, and that's great, too. Now, if you have families and maybe you're listening and you're like, well, that's some really cool stuff we can start doing as a family. Um, you know, we encourage you guys to go do that. Um, and we're still here. We're still going to be trying to do our best to put out sure. some great idea for you guys, great ideas for you guys, rather. But um, I want to take a second, too, to talk about uh, specifically um, couples. Uh, maybe now the kids are in bed or maybe dad has been working or mom's been working and now just got sent home officially and and. and mm-hmm. Uh, the first thing we we talked about were all those projects that we have to get done, or maybe we have a honey do list, or yeah, now we're yeah. starting to feel guilty because like now you, now we, we kind of see what the house is like when we're not there, and now it's an opportunity to kind of be like see how tough it is when you're not home. And, right, right. Um, instead of getting into a little tit for tat, here's what we can do. Let's get this done. Here's what you should be doing. Here's and you start to see that whole crazy cycle start. You know, when the kids are in bed or maybe they're taking a nap or maybe everybody's going to bed, it's just, you know, you you and your wife and you're about to fall asleep or you're about to start your morning having coffee before the kids wake up. How should couples be talking to each other about how best to lead each other and their families uh, through this time at a, at a very intimate marriage level? Yeah, uh, it's, a, it's a great question. And Phyllis and I have had to experience that already. Um, we have, uh, over the years, and again, if you've been in the couples class, you've heard this, but we've, we have this real talk-listen thing that we do. Um, in the beginning, years ago, we're married 39 years this year, 40 in, ju- wow. in, ju- in July. Praise God. Uh, we started uh, this talking and listening. One person talks, the other person listens. No comment, no interjection, no, that's the wrong date, no time, I don't get it, I'm upset. Nothing. You just listen. Same thing. When then the next person talks, and then you have a moment. You know, sometimes, as if you've done this for a while, you just get used to being able to say, you know, I, wow, I had no idea. You know, I you said this. I'm not sure I understand. And whatever it is, the other person, you're just getting it clarified. So, for example, we were just with Phyllis and I again, even though. Uh, we we sort of set up something, not that long ago. I'm a I'm a I'm just I have to be busy all the time. So I'm always you know doing this, moving that. If I'm on the phone, I clean a cabinet out. It's just neurotic, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> so Phyllis is thrilled. A bunch of people and, probably want you at their yeah, house right. after this. <laughs> I'll make a phone call from your house. No problem. Um, but uh, Phil, Phyllis said to me, she goes, you know, at, at some point there's got to be a stopping point. And so, again, with these lists and the things that no, – there's nothing wrong with getting stuff done during times like this, you know, when you're home. In fact, you know, assuming you're, whatever your personality is, there's always probably something, some right. list or something that you want to get yeah. done. But she said, let's do the cutoff time at 8 o'clock. So at 8 o'clock at night, you know, I mean, an alarm doesn't go off, but it's like, okay, that, I'm, I'm done. 
I'm done. And then we need to shift over to whatever it is, whether it's be watching TV or playing a game or talking or whatever. So that has worked really well because for me, my times, my, my ways, you know, my doing time. So it's like my job is now over at eight o'clock yeah. and now I can start doing my next job, you know, whatever. <laughs> Probably shouldn't always send. on. Always no, on. Always on. <laughs> so, but I think the, the listening and talking is important because as we were you know, finally sitting down without the news in, our, in the background and hearing stuff, we had a, some real heart-to-hearts. Like, okay, so what happens if one of us gets sick? What if, mm. you know, Phyllis has a very co- uh, uh, compromised immune system, so if she gets sick, it's a big deal. Yeah. And it's a big deal. And we talked about what about the hospital? Where would we go? You know, we, not in a panic mode, but and some of our thoughts, you know, about what that could mean, um, yeah. you know. And, uh, and, of course, prayer that it won't happen that way. Right. But yeah, that was uh, so. I think times like this, you you've got to be able to say, "What are you thinking?" And and ladies, you know, I love you, but you're often the ones that don't. You're the talkers, but when your husband says, "Is everything okay?" and it isn't, we usually have to play this little game for a while. Everything's fine. I would say, just say it. When yeah. I said to, I watched Phyllis, and I said to her, "Is everything okay?" She goes, well, "What if I have to go to the hospital?" And what if you can't be there with me? Well, my goodness, I never thought of that, you know? And that yeah. was really weighing on her, you know, especially with the level of sickness that this apparently brings. So those are, you know, those are important things. Um, and again, it could be the kids. It could be how do we tell the kids this, that, you know, what about, uh, you know, I was concerned my 90-year-old mother was up here just a week ago. That's right, yeah. And now she's in Florida. And, and I'm, what happens if something happens? I mean, you, so... So I think, uh, again, all I'm saying is that just take these moments and ask an answer. You know, talk and answer. Don't, don't assume that the other person knows or don't be embarrassed because I think all of us with this thing have kind of had these wake-up moments. Yeah. When we canceled church last Sunday, it was like, oh, wow. Yeah, wow, this is really real. really real. Yeah. You know, when I came home and told Phyllis, you know, that we're not going to have Easter. That was her moment. She was, we're not having Easter. I mean, we're having the service. We're having Easter, whether we'd like it or not. But we're, uh, and that was her moment. And uh, Jacqueline, uh, she came by and um, they were, you know, they're newlyweds. They've got all kinds of different food. Well, the food is getting less and less. And I said, we'll just go to the store. And that was her moment. Like, I have to go to the store. So, you know, I was in and out of the store a few times. Careful. But so I think it's just give, have opportunity and just, if you start those heart to hearts now, you'll continue them after. Yeah, and just and be and be willing to be honest because sometimes and you mentioned how sometimes uh, there might be some of the ladies in our church who've been honest about how fear can paralyze them and they want to have conversations but they won't be honest about how they're feeling. And I know that there's there's been quite a few men who've said similar things like uh, they might be scared but they're not going to show it to anybody right. and so they're just going to clam up and say everything's fine. We're going to get through this as a family. But when you sit back and you know don't start screaming, you know the be like Chicken Little running around. The sky's right. falling, but right. just be honest. Like, hey, here's where I'm at. Here's how I'm feeling. Um, that's going to really help you guys uh, know where know where your hearts are and know what to bring to the Lord. And then maybe that's a great time too to really enact that couple's prayer time. You know, yeah. for those of us, uh, for those out there who haven't really started that on a daily basis. I know even my wife and I, uh, when we're when we're going through a tough time, we look back. And go, when was the last time we prayed together? All right, right. And then right. we just go, oh man, and we start praying, and immediately, you know, the problems don't go away, but the that that confusion just dissipates because we're Absolutely. in it together. Um, now, in the last uh, last little bit here, I just want you to speak directly. I know you're the, also the uh, pastor over the men's ministry. Sure. 
And you've been doing a great job. I've been looking at this uh, new YouTube website that we're going to talk about here at the end, uh, or what, what YouTube page. Um, and you've been putting some stuff up on our uh, church website as well. Um, but what would you say to the men in this time, those guys, you know, who've been maybe finding a little too much of their purpose in their work, um, or aren't used to having to slow down like this, like yourself, like, man, I really need a job. You know, you've already addressed quite a bit, but maybe more specifically at the level of a, a man in the home, what would you say to them? Ah, yeah. Well, again, depending upon how the home is set up and the way that the, you know, if, if both are working or if one's just home. Sometimes men come back into times like this, and it's like, so where do I fit in here? You know, yeah. uh, maybe uh, you have kids and they've been homeschooled. Maybe it's just you know the routines, but your routine is not being here. And and most men, most men get their um, value and their affirmation from outside the house. Women get it from inside the house. And so men, you know, that's why they get the pat on the back. Good job, good job. Now, of course, these are strong statements but and there's always gray in the middle but and a lot of women it's it's their home it you know and not that men don't care about their home but it does not the same that's her place you know we always kid when women are pregnant they do the nesting they start everything you know it's all those kinds of things um so i would say for the men you need to be aware that your wife really does need you um again if you're married uh that uh that they need to see that this all matters to you. You're not going to fix it. We all wish we could fix it, and we can't. You know, I, I believe me, I wish I could, but we can't. But I think for men, you need to um, be honest, but at the same time, um, be be part of what's happening. In other words, I, I know it sounds silly, but I mean, get up. In the morning, don't say, "Well, you know, I'm just going to nap. I'm going to lay down. I'm just going to do this. I, <laughs> no, I don't have so to go true. to work anyway." Yeah. You know, and I just left this on this last uh, a YouTube uh, segment. Is you know, get up, get dressed, shave, wash. I mean, a lot of guys on weekends are like, "Yeah, I'm not going to work, so I'm not." You know, it's like, and and Phyllis said to me one time, it was a Monday. I'm off, and we were on the way out the door. And she looked at me. She goes, "So." I guess it doesn't matter that you're going out with me today the way you're dressed. Now, I usually dress okay, but apparently that day, not so much. <laughs> so I was like, so from this moment, that moment on, anytime we went out on Monday, I married, yeah, I'd get dressed, you know, I'm get ready because I was, whatever I was doing, who knows. And I think that's a, something as men, you know, we want to say, okay, you need to be the, sh- the priest of the home and, and do the Bible studies and do the devotions and pray for the kids and everything else. Sometimes, as you said earlier, you just have to show up. Yeah. Show up as, I'm dad. Hey, listen, I don't have any answers here, but, you know, even if it's like, hey, let's take account, guys. How many, how much toilet paper do we have? What do we have this? And if, all right, we're going to go down to the store and pick it up. I'll yeah. do it. I'll come back. And I think that kind of leadership in times like this is just as real as the prayer times, yeah. you know, just as real. Uh, and it's it's not always a bunch of talking. Sometimes it is, as we do well, men, doing. It's just doing things that need to be accomplished if it means, hey, come on, kids, so we're going to, you know, clean this out, build this, do this. My brother-in-law is building a shed in the back. The kids are part of it. You yeah, know, they're building a shed. Dad. Yeah. Right. And so I, I think that's uh, for men. Uh, and again, be careful, men. You know, uh, you don't, if you isolate yourself, you're going to go back to some old habits. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not sure who's listening to all this, but I don't want to mention them. They're on the other uh, men's broadcast that I did. But, you know, there's simple things that we can slowly go back into. And, you know, again, I, I know everybody feels differently about uh, smoking and drinking, but you got to be really careful because you are on. 
This is not, I'm just going to wait until I go back to my job and then I can be me again. It's there. So if you have old habits that you've kicked and the Lord's given you strength, really be careful that you don't go back to just kind of take care of those again as a way of just, uh, you know, getting through this season. It's yeah. really, that was a real challenge for a lot of men. Yeah. And not that it, it, it matters any less if you don't have, or any more if you don't have a family, but now that you're there with all those kids, they're watching. You know, I remember oh, sure. my grandfather said, I don't know if it's his quote, but I grew up hearing it from him. You know, what you do in moderation, your children will excuse yep. in excess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, that always, that always stuck very close to my yeah. heart. And also have your dads, I mean, moms and dads, obviously, if it, again, we're talking about couples, is really think about, so who's out there? You know, I saw a, such a neat thing, Rebecca's family, um, Rebecca, my daughter-in-law, her, her uh, I guess it would be her nieces and nephews, all drew all these pictures and made all these cards and sent them to her kids. Oh, that's cool. You know, and they so here they are spending all this time just as so they get your mind off of survival and watching the new, and and uh, what a neat thing, you know, just so our grandkids who don't really know what's going on at seven and 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 uh, three years old, they're getting these great pictures and cards and. Yeah, yep. Who knows? Again, another habit that could be started. Yep, yeah, and mom and dad led the way on that. So that's Absolutely, great. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, listen, Pastor Ted, thank you so much. This has all been so great. Um, and our, a lot of our families are out there looking for just guidance and opportunities to go, oh, somebody please speak to our family. What can we be doing better? What can we do right? And they just feel a little lost because yeah, they, yeah. they have that. Everything's been shifted, like sure. you said. Um, and I know this, this podcast, this episode is going to be a really a big blessing to them. Um, now, before you head out, I did mention that we were going to talk about your uh, YouTube. YouTube page. So if for those uh, guys who are out there, uh, ladies too, anybody who wants to get in touch with you and your ministry, if you can let them know how to do that. And then specifically to, I know you've been working a lot on this uh, men's ministry page, uh, let them know how they can get in contact with you. So again, I, as my understanding, you correct me because I'm still learning. <laughs> it's okay. I'm looking at it right now. I got you covered. <laughs> so, okay. So it's, it's called SGT Men's Ministry. And I guess if you go up on YouTube, yep. and you type that in, it'll bring you to the two I've done so far. Yep, you go to the search bar, you type in SGT Men's, remember it's apostrophe S, SGT Men's Ministry, and you will see uh, a nice little logo that says SGT Men's Ministry on it, and you'll see two videos so far uh, from cool. Pastor Ted with many more to follow, I'm yeah. sure. Tomorrow morning, I'm going to be recording one of just having devotion time, what it means. I'm just going to walk you right through my, I'll be sitting in my living room, uh, I will get showered and all before, and uh, it should be just a neat way of walking through it. Well, for those of you who are listening, this will actually have been last week, so that video will already be up when they do it. So make sure that you guys go check that out, uh, how to to do a devotion. Maybe you don't have a lot of practice doing devotions in the morning. Well, he's going to walk you right through. Here's how to do it nice and simple. Yeah. All right. Awesome. And then also uh, our website. Uh, You know you post stuff for the men and uh, the couples as well, Uh, Smithtown Gospel Tabernacle or sgtchurch.org. All right. Well, Pastor Ted, thank you so much. God bless you, sir. And we look forward to having you on here again. Uh, Me too. (laughs) Bye-bye. Pastor Ted is such a great guy and has been a personal mentor to me as a young pastor and to the other pastors on our staff. As a father, grandfather, and lifelong minister, he has so much wisdom to share. We hope you were blessed by this episode and we look forward to meeting again in our next one. God bless you. And thanks for listening.